Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. So glad you've joined us. Can't wait to talk about today's topic. It is a hot one in dentistry, and I'm so glad to have Sarah Suttles on with us tonight. Sarah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, we just were on a podcast together with Dental Products Report that I'm excited to have come out. It's going to be a great one. We'll make sure to push that out to you Dental Assistant Nation listeners as well. But Sarah, if you'll just take a moment to introduce yourself before we dive into the topic. So my name is Sarah. Um, I'm 13 year outside lunch. I'm located in Ohio, so don't look well. <laughs> um, I'm cross trained and I'm attending dental I will be positioned in dental that you can do desk, administrative, clinical coordinator, after Um, so yeah, I did you only tonight. Well, Again, thanks for being on. And one of the things that I, I wanted to talk about, and we mentioned on the podcast with DPR that we did together, was about that transition to the front desk. So I know you've made that transition uh, to the front, and I'm wondering what was that like for you and, and what tips would you share with others about it? I think it's it's very wrecking from going to your side to your front glass. You have to learn how to transition that approach to patients, you know, or it's worth like talking about treatment and now talking about finances and insurance. But I think you have to learn how to kind of shift gears into a more sensitive topic for patients. Exciting, but it's a little nervous. Was that easy for you to make that shift or how did, what, how did you kind of make that work for you? I think it was a little easier for me only because I had been cross-training. So like where I started as a dental assistant, like 18 years old baby. Um, I feel like if you don't have anything in this care side, I think it's actually a big jump. I, I like it. I really do. It's it's cool to see that ask like we're going to see what not just but like you get to see the you know and strength breakdowns of how the front desk family handles What surprised you about that front? What uh, what did you not expect? <laughs> um, a little bit of aggressiveness. Okay. Um, for both sides, I think it's a little bit more. In your face, like you, you can walk away from this. Like you, this is the problem. And you got to, you know, dress this head on. <laughs> is that where the communication skills come in, though? Yeah. Even when it's aggressive. Absolutely. Okay. So, how have you helped others? You know, because I know sometimes different personalities have a different way of approaching aggressive people. Some, some like to shrink back. So, how have you helped others get through that? Um, I think that I used to be a little bit of an introvert. Um. I may not say that, but <laughs> um, I think you just have to learn to be confident with loud. Um, you know, be honest with the patient. Hey, you know, look for fear. This is what your breakdown is. We can do a prior authorization. Um, just be confident. And not in a cocky way, but yeah. well, I'm here to help you. I want to make people live weak to your treatment plan, but I also want to make sure you get the benefits covered that you needed. So I want to take you back to whenever you said you were a baby and you were first cross-trained as an assistant. Did you think, oh, I'll never need that front office stuff? Were you hesitant yeah. to learn it? Okay. All right. <laughs> I, when I would have this quote, I'm like, I don't need it. I'm good. I'm going to voice filming all day. <laughs> so now, now that you've been in that role, uh, what's the biggest piece of advice you give to others about that role? I would say don't, don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, there's always somebody that'll be there to help you grow, um, that may have a little bit more knowledge than you. My sister's younger than me, and she knows more things about her insurance, and I'm like, whoa, okay, hey. <laughs> and she'll be able to help us. I feel like, don't be afraid. Like, ask someone. Someone might not know, know something. It's not a little question. You don't ask, find that out. In the future, you're not like, you just ask that. 
So have you found that up front you have more resources? You have more people to ask those questions to? Or or is it in the back maybe you have those more resources? That's a tough one. Um, clinical side for me, I think it's always one of those it. I feel like that's my whole while I've been able to make it a little bit better because I started at the bottom. Yeah. And I've learned then be um the more like a mentor, I guess. Like if it was another dental assistant or where I currently am, one office just got done with after school. So I'm able to kind of mentor her and like, hey, that MRD, like I just want to be a little bit puckered. Um, whereas in the now I'm learning, all right, well, this is the break. Everything is like black you want. Yeah. Most of the time. But in the back, it's like, this is well difficult, but let's try this thing. So, and, and I'm not familiar with your office, so I may be asking a dumb question here. But when that patient comes in, that greeting, that hello, and you you know the phone's going, everything else, how do you balance between the the patient in front of you and the patient on the phone, maybe? So our kind of our tactic was, you know, we've got a patient in front of us, we want them to feel like they are priority. However, if I've got somebody on the phone, I want them to feel the same way. So we kind of do a like we have two people on our phone board, so it's kind of like they're not busy, you know, it's back for stuff, or we want to make sure that we greet that patient that walks the door because that's that's the phone first walk in and they feel like bored and they're like, Hey, hi, I'm here for my appointment. No one will you then. I think it's kind of downhill from there. Yeah. So I'm sure in Ohio, I'm sure here in Colorado, everywhere else, there's that hiring shortage. There's that, that thing that goes on where everybody's kind of stretched. And I know I've heard from some Dell assistants that maybe it's not their choice to work at the front, but that's what they have to do right now uh, with, mm-hmm. with, with staff shortages. Are you seeing that as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think just because I know a lot of people that are friends down the industry, whether hygienists, front all or any specific or at them, everyone's experienced that. Hygiene is like one of my good friends. I'm exhausted. I'm the loud Z, and I was doing my, you know, my flow. That's how we are over here too. Yeah. Would you recommend an assistant, an EFTA, a CDA, whatever they are in their path? Would you recommend if they're not cross trained, getting to that point, and why? Absolutely. Okay. I think it just helps you across the board because when I'm talking to a patient that's first at clinical, viewing with them, you know, hey, you need a crown, or oh, rolls my little pop. <laughs> it's all right. Mask outs um, always come on. It's all good. Um, it's easier for me to transition into that financial phase of it. If I'm already got the ADA codes ready, the insurance already, then I can then communicate with the front desk. Hey, crown rolls up. It's smooth. We reviewed it. Here's the code. Already got it in, ready to rock. Versus waiting 20 minutes to who knows the codes for a crown. Let's enter it into a phase. We're glad to do that. Almost let us all at the front. Yeah. So I think cross train. Okay. Very nice. And and is that something that you think is good, just going to grow more in value as we move along? I mean, I I, I don't know about. I think so. Yeah. I think it makes the flow I really do, Kevin. I think that the, it makes the flow to where. It's you're not, you, you don't have like a hiccup in the middle of like an insane day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we know how insane the day can get. And, you know, it's funny, you know, one thing that I hear often from assistants is that they don't really know what's going on at the front office and, oh, they've got it so easy up there. And, right. you know, they're not on the roller skates, you know, and I think that's something we've got to work on together, that whole front back and know what each other's really doing too. So. You've made the transition. You've helped others make the transition. And I know everybody would love to pick your brain and say, help me. I don't know what I'm doing here. 
How's a good way for them to get a hold of you or ask more questions if they want? Um, I recently just started helping my sister with her credentialing business. Um, so I have an email. Um, it's a person last name, and it's at songbbc.com. And we will put that in the show notes because we want to make sure that everybody can get a hold of Sarah. The, the, the short time that I've known Sarah, I've known her to be an awesome person, awesome resource. And I'm so glad that you were on the podcast today, Sarah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, you And thanks to everybody who listens. You know, we know that transition to the front is something a lot of assistants are thinking about. Some of you are already doing, some of you are nervous about. And that's why we want to bring on experts and give you resources, people who have been there, done that, here on the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. And until next time, it's Kevin Henry signing off and wish you nothing but success ahead. <laughs>